What's up, everybody? My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Collective Podcast. What up, everybody? Um, thank you so much for listening. Listen, it, uh, we are at the end of the year. Christmas is upon us. And um, listen, for everybody that listens to this podcast, I want to say thank you personally. Um, this was always a dream of mine to have a podcast channel uh, since 2012. Not so I can say, hey, look at me, I have my own podcast. But because um, there's a lot of things I've always wanted to be able to talk about and discuss and um, this gives me that platform to do it. But then also it gives me a platform to learn as well because um, I'm always, um, you know, I, you know, in order to uh, in order to have a podcast, you need content. So I'm always um, I'm constantly learning and asking myself, what, what about this? Would this be something good to talk about and all those other things? So um, today, what I would like to talk about is since it is the end of the year now, i uh, I'm nobody super special, but this year has been a very transformative year for me and my family. Um, and I want to, um, I want to list, um, everything that I've consumed this year that has changed my life. Um, yes. So everything that I have consumed in the year of 2018, um, that has made me better, whether that's books, whether that is a podcast, whether that is sermons, um, articles I've read, um, you know, things I've seen, whatever it is, everything that I've consumed this year. And it took me a while to try to form this list. Um, but also it was a big eye opener because there are some things I'm like, man, I really didn't, um, uh, I really didn't consume in this particular category enough. But then there's some things uh, I'm like, man, I, um, I definitely over ate in this category. Um, so uh, going forward next year, um, I'll be able to flip that and adjust and all that other stuff. If you got a pen and paper, and what I'll do is I will make sure I include links in the show notes. So you can just click and go straight to the sources uh, if you want to buy or check them out or whatever it is. Let's get right into it. And these are in no particular order. So I guess what I want to start with um, first, 2018, things that I've consumed this year that have made me better. Let's start with pastors. Um, and sermons. So obviously one pastor, and I've never met this pastor ever. I pray before I go to heaven, I will get to meet him. Uh, but so I only get to only get to um, view him online, listen to his messages online. But I'm telling you, man, the the the, uh, the gift of God is um, in this um, person. His name is Michael Todd. He is the pastor of Transformation Church. Um, earlier this year, uh, it was actually right at the beginning of this year. I remember um, I was just really, I was really beating myself up with my own timeline as far as I felt like, you know, where I was, um, as far as in history, I should be doing more, should be doing this and should be doing that. And I fumbled and bumbled. And I mean, I was really like pouring it on myself. And it was a Saturday night, um, kid, um, Kellen went to bed, Kelsey was already to bed. I was just, man, I was just really beating myself up. And um, I don't know how I saw it, but I think, um, I don't know how it came about. It had to have been God. But I think I was on uh, 
Facebook and I just seen like a highlight video of his message called Stride, S-T-R-I-D-E. And it was in a series called The Pace, uh, the Pace of Grace. And it was on like a minute long video. And I was like, whoa, everything he was saying within this minute, I was like, that's good. And uh, it helped that he looked like me. So that helped me to receive it a little bit better. I know, but I am human. So it is what it is. Um, and aesthetically, the video looked awesome. I was like, I got to go look this guy up. So I go on YouTube and watch the whole message. Stayed up an hour later. Didn't go to bed till like two. But I was sobbing and crying. And because it was like everything he was saying, it was as if um, somebody had opened up every... Um, it was like somebody was listening to everything I was beating myself up prior to that video and um, and just began to minister to me. And it was great. And from that moment on, I was hooked. So Pastor Michael Todd, really good stuff. Um, he has another sermon that um, I have on this list. Um, it's called Marked. Um, and it's famous because he preached us at Elevation Church. Um, but uh, and I don't want to go into the bad story of how I heard this one. Um, because uh, it, it's too long, um, but it kind of it had it had the same effect as well. Um, but anytime I preach on a Wednesday night, um, once the service is over, um, me and my wife and kids we either go grab something to eat to go and bring back home, or we already have food at the house and we go home and eat that. Um, you know, while I'm you know getting everybody's plates together or whatever I'm doing, I immediately plug in my headphones into my phone and go back and I have this message saved. Um, I start listening to bits and pieces of it and I do not go to bed until I've heard the whole sermon. Now I, parts of it I have memorized. I don't quote it at any time I'm ever preaching, but I have, I have this message memorized and, but still I go back and listen to it because like in right after I get done speaking, I'm spiritually, mentally, physically, um, I'm very vulnerable vulnerable to my insecurities, vulnerable to um, my doubts, and I'm, you know, internalizing a lot of things. So I'm listening to this and reminding myself that, okay, you know, even though I know my weakness is still God, uh, God finds value in me and all these other things. And it helps every time. I promise it helps every time. It's good stuff. So uh, check out Pastor Michael Todd. Um, my favorite two messages, obviously, um, is Stride. Uh, the pace of grace and marked, um, so good stuff. So, but definitely, um, consuming, um, their media has really helped me. Um, it's, I mean, it's been life changing this year. Um, and I love it. I'm always sharing their stuff as well. So, all right. So another pastor, um, this pastor has been influencing me since I was 16 years old. I'm 29 now. About to turn 30 in two months. I know that is so scary. But this pastor, his name is uh, Craig Jones. Uh, Craig and his wife, Jana, they are the pastors of Abiding Church in Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, I've known Pastor Craig and Jana. I've actually, I told them, I reminded them, and he was like, please don't remind me of that because it makes me sound old. Um, but I reminded him when I met him um uh, him and his wife, Jenna, they were actually engaged. They weren't married yet. So I'm a, I'm like an OG, you know, I've, I've, I've known them, but, um, for all, he's been influencing me since I was 16 years old. Um, I love him. And if you haven't listened to any of the older episodes, 
uh, or the other episodes in this podcast. Uh, I think he is episode number two. He was the first guest I brought on, and he talked about embracing change, and I love him. Um, Pastor Craig has influenced my life more than just this year, but since I was 16 years old. Um, my favorite thing was um, he preached a sermon series called Rewrite. Um, he preached that this year, and he was talking about seeing God as the author. You know, an author, what do they do? They write out um, They write out how the story goes, but also the details, because they're aware of every aspect of the story. They're aware of the beginning. They're aware of the middle. But also, most importantly, they are aware of the ending. And if we see God as uh, being aware of our future, he knows how it's all going to end. Therefore, it should increase our our ability to trust him more. You know what I mean? Because we're like, okay, God, you know how this is going to work out. And you know what? Therefore, I trust you. And uh, you go on YouTube, look up Abiding Church, and uh, and scroll down and find the rewrite series. Uh, is going to blow your mind. But that's definitely been... Um, Another thing I've consumed this year, and it's changed my life. Um, let's see here. Uh, earlier this year, um, me or my uh, my pastor, myself, and one of our ushers, we went down to Birmingham, Alabama, to a Catalyst One Day conference. And I love this because conferences they can go for like three, five days, be really long and drawn out. Ain't nobody got time for all that. This Catalyst One Day literally was a one day conference, so that meant they was trying, they was they were cramming as much into you as possible. And I love that. Um, there were so many, there were so many things I was taking notes on as far as not just what they were saying, but also like the presentation, the aesthetics, I mean, stage look, everything. I'm, I'm talking about even down to the bads they were handing out, the shirts, the, uh, the greeters had, um, I mean like even lawn care. I was taking notes on all of it. All of it was blowing my mind. But uh, one of my favorite things they did was um, they handed out this notebook um, to everybody. And in the notebook, obviously, it had the itinerary for the day, had the bio and all the different speakers. But then after you get through all that, of course, I had the sponsors as well. But after you get through all that, you open up these pages and it's it's all the notes from every speaker. I mean, literally, their notebooks have been copied and printed into your notebook with fill in the blanks. So as they're saying statements and they're going over these things, you are filling in the blanks of these you know, particular sentences that they're saying. So it helps you to take notes. But then, of course, knowing, of course, me being me, I'm, I'm filling in the blanks of what they're saying. But then also I'm writing out to the side and writing on top and writing on the, the bottom of the page and all this other stuff, all the extra stuff, because it was so good. And every time I prepare a sermon, especially on Wednesday night for youth service, um, that's one of the templates I'm using. I'm looking through that notebook. I'm still, even though it was back in the summer, I'm still looking back and, and kind of um, almost using it as a checklist. I'm like, okay, is is this in here? Is this particular thing in here? Not. And when I say, um, is this in here? I'm not talking about, is this slogan in here? But I'm talking about, is this format? Um, you know, is one of the things that one of the speakers said, you know, was to have uh, sticky quotes, so to speak. Um things that will stick in the minds of your audience so they won't forget. So I'm looking to see if there's sticky quotes in here. Is there is there challenges in here? Is there a disciple strategy in here? And you know, I'm all that. So and it really helps. When I use that as my template, obviously I'm still being led by the Holy Spirit. So don't 
get super religious and be like, oh, he's not including God. I am including God. All right. But I've noticed when I've um, when I include God <laughs> and when I use this as one of the templates for my messages that I'm uh, working on, um, the uh, the impact of it um, is bigger when I do that. So um, pastors, sermons, Pastor Michael Todd, Pastor Craig Jones, uh, the Catalyst One Day Conference. Um, those have been the um, most that I've consumed um, as far as in that category this year that have changed my life. Um, one thing I did that made my um, year better was launch a podcast. Um, you know, because number one, it was it, it proved to myself that I could have a dream and then see that dream become a reality. Number two, it's caused me to pay attention um, and become more aware of uh, the culture today, uh, trends today in and outside of the church. Um, it's caused me to look ahead and see if our current actions, uh, if they are going to yield us the end results that God wants for us. And it's caused me to try to formulate everything in my mind and actually had to formulate sentences around it and formulate um, conversation around these things. Um, and also, it's caused me to ask myself, is this something people want to talk about? If they do, why do they want to talk about it? If they don't, why do they not want to talk about it? Should we be talking about it, or should we let it you know, die, so to speak? So that's the one thing that's definitely changed my life. Um, now, uh, podcasts. All the different podcasts that I've consumed this year that have made me better. Um, these are in no particular order. Not one of them is greater than the other. Trust me, they all serve their purpose. Um, there's this one podcast channel. It's called the Startup Podcast. It's really good. The Startup Podcast, it's an American podcast from Gimlet Media. It's hosted by Alex Blumberg and Lisa Chow. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, um, it's where they follow, um, you know, it's pretty much where they do documentaries. Uh, they follow the stories of starting businesses. Um, it's really good. Um, it's like an audible documentary. It's really cool. Um, but I listened to this one series this year. And this is how I came about them. Um, I was listen. I was looking up uh, church planting media because one day, don't know when, but he's coming back again. I'm joking. That's that's lyrics to a song by the Winans, if you don't know. Um, but one day, don't know when, but God will. Um, God will. Um, he will allow me and my wife to plant a church. Don't know where. Don't know when. <laughs> but uh, so I'm always. Every now and then I'm, you know, adding, I have this, uh, I have this file called one day uh, or one day win. I think that's what it's called. And that's um, everything that I'm throwing in there. Um, it's a very big folder um, as far as whenever we plan a church, you know, things that we need to know and do and, and all this other stuff. Um, and the startup podcast, they did a series where they followed this guy who planted a church. And it was so good. I remember uh, my wife, who doesn't listen to podcasts. I know I'm a podcaster. My wife don't listen to podcasts. It is what it is. Bloop, bloop. But 
um, I let her listen to an episode, and even she was trying to, she was hooked, and she was, uh, we actually finished it together, this one series. They followed this um, church planner, and it was so great because a lot of times, um, you know, the thing I don't like about um, fits or upper shows is because they only show, like, the good highlights. They don't show, you know, the bad stuff. They don't show the... Um, you know, the client making 20 trips to the house to check on them, or they don't show the repairman making 20 different trips to Lowe's because he keeps getting the wrong part. You know, they don't show all that. But with this um, episode, they were, I mean, they were showing, or at least they were documenting the nitty gritty of everything and stuff that I never considered when it came to planning a church. So it definitely, it brought a really, really good, and big awareness to me that, okay, whenever we plant a church, these are things we really need to consider. And it, it was even to a point I was like, well, God, you know, I don't know if I want to plant a church now, but this is what I got to deal with, so to speak. Um, but at the end of the day, I still do want to, because um, I really feel I'm called to do that. But consuming that, um, that definitely um, made my life better because it's, it's caused me to, um, to become more aware of problems I didn't know exist, but then also try to develop solutions ahead of time before um, before I step into that role. And I'll and I will talk about I got that mind I got that revelation from a book I read, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but the startup podcast it's really good. Check it out. Another one um, as a youth pastor, I'm always looking for resources and advice and all this other stuff. Um, so. Download Youth Ministry. If you do not have a, an account with them, go to Download Youth Ministry and set up an account. It's really good, um, really affordable. Um, they have all kind of content. They have teaching content. They have discipleship strategies, um, games, games galore, have an app for the games. Um, that's why I use them the most because it helps. I love, I mean, I would love to develop games, but a lot of times I don't have the time to do so. And, you know, I could go and, Click, download, ready to go, and uh, put up on the screen, and we're all playing. It's it's awesome. But uh, one of the things I love about Download Youth Ministry is they have their own podcast network. So, and um, all their podcasts are good. I'm just going to mention the ones that I have consumed this year, and they've made me better. Um, no particular order. One of them is called Youth Ministry Hats. You know, like hats, hats on life, where we're always like shortcutting on how to do different things, so to speak. Uh, but Youth Ministry Hats, it's uh, it's hosted by um, Justin Knowles. Um, him and Matthew, they uh, and they obviously they bring on special guests, but they just have open, honest conversations about life and practical time-saving hats to help you do youth ministry better and even you know adult ministry better as well. And it's just so good because. Um, <clears throat> a lot of things that they're mentioning, they've done by experience, and whether it worked, they're telling you about it, and if it didn't work, they're telling you about it, and uh, and they really challenge you to to look at the why instead of just the what, but really look at the why, and I love that; it's really good. So, youth ministry hats you can uh, you can find them on uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Music as well. I mean, it's so good, um, and I listen to them every week. Um, really good. <clears throat> And uh, so, Youth Ministry Hats, that's one podcast that's helped. Um, DYM Create, DYM Create Podcast. Uh, it's also in the Download Youth Ministry as well. Download Youth Ministry Podcast Network. Um, and DYM Create, 
uh, what I like about it is it's a uh, it's a podcast that's hosted by Sam Pedersen. Um, he's a speaker, writer, youth pastor, um, all that. Uh, it's found on Apple Apple Podcasts, excuse me, and uh, Google Music. I love it because he's giving you tips on how to create different things, whether it is games or curriculum or um, uh, you know different things for your stage or um, you know just and obviously he's interviewing different guests as well um you know and it's not just um, physical things but it could be technology that he's um teaching you how to create um different videos lighting i mean all this i mean the list is endless and it's so good um also he has a youtube channel as well so definitely check him out um but that's helped me with um doing youth ministry better this year was um those two another one is 15 minutes with frank I love this one because it's really good. Um, Frank, he usually takes 15 minutes on every episode. Sometimes he goes over. I like that. I prefer that because it makes it seem makes him seem more human. Um, but this particular um, podcast, um, um, it's about where he is literally talking about everything he's done in the previous service, whether it worked or whether it didn't work, and why he feels it worked, why he felt like it didn't work, and he's giving you um, game ideas. Um, but it, it just feels good to hear another youth pastor talk about the wins and losses, um, you know, because it's so easy for us to throw ourselves in our own category and think that nobody else is, is losing, so to speak. And I hate to use that word losing. Um, it's so easy for us to think that we're the only ones that struggle to get kids to come, or we're the only ones that, you know, have a very small budget, but at the truth of the day, we're not the only ones. So it's good to hear him talk about those different things, and he brings on different guests as well. Um, one thing he did that um, we that we did in our youth ministry um, one service this summer, he um, he's a fan of the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, so am I. And he did a sermon series where like the whole service was like the Tonight Show. You know, he dressed up in a suit, had a desk, um, had you know somebody be his Higgins, so to speak. Um, the students were the studio audience, you know, they had people with signs telling them when to clap, when to cheer, when to boo. They did, you know, games. He did, uh, you know, he would open up the service with the monologue and, you know, the roots obviously was, you know, he didn't have the roots there, but he had the student worship team and they did worship songs and all this other stuff. And, uh, and they would interview, um, the leaders would pretend to be, um, different, you know, celebrities and he would interview these you know, pretend to be celebrities, but they would shift the conversation, so to speak, onto spiritual habits and things, spiritual habits and spiritual practices and all that stuff. It was really good. So what we did this year, uh, we had one of our students go on a mission trip. And when she came back, I wanted to interview her in front of all the students so they can hear about how things are not um, what they seem like, Um, you know, how we really are blessed in this country and all this other stuff. Um, I wanted her to talk about her ministry opportunities and all that. It was really cool. So um, the way we did this was we masked it. We we disguised it by doing a um, Tonight Show just for one service. Uh, we called it Rooted Tonight because uh, still right now when you hear this, um, our youth ministry is um, it's called Rooted Youth Church, but we're actually changing the name. Uh, we called it Rooted Tonight. You know, I was Jimmy Fallon. I dressed up in a suit, brought out a desk. Uh, we even altered the room and, you know, changed things around, the posi- positioning of everything. 
my wife's shoes, my Higgins, because, you know, if anybody's going to be my uh, my ride or fly, it's going to be my wife. So, love you. Um, you know, the the worship leader, she did worship songs. Um, the students were the studio audience. And uh, it was just so fun. And when it came time to interview, I interviewed um, I interviewed the student that went on the mission trip. And, you know, it was just really good. Um, so definitely listening to his podcast has made me better this year. Another podcast, this has nothing to do with youth ministry. Um, this has everything to do with being a parent and being um, married. And this podcast, it's called M Between. I am space between. Um, it's hosted by Daniel and Christina M. Uh, I love it because it's simply about marriage. It's simply about parenting. And it's not by, at least it comes across to me, it's not by um, a couple who is perfect, which I know there's no perfect couple. But, you know, like you got, you have those couples and those people that really, really pretend to be perfect. And that's annoying. This couple, Daniel and Christina, they do not. They talk about their wins. They talk about their losses. They talk about the woes. They talk about the highs. I mean, just it's really good. Uh, they give strategies. They give tips. They give um, lessons, um, but also they invite guests as well. And another another plus they have, they live in Nashville, so um, uh, that's always good when you can find a uh, you know when you find a podcast that's based in your home state. Love it. Um, obviously, their followers are Jesus. I looked them up. They are everywhere. They're on YouTube, especially uh, Daniel. He's on YouTube. Um, as far as their website, it's mimbetween.org. Um, it's really good. Check it out. Give away free stuff. In fact, um, I got turned on to audible.com because of this couple. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're just really good. Their podcast, I've consumed um, the whole month of December, because that's what I discovered them right at the tail end of the year, but they've changed my life, um, and it's, it's just really good to, I mean, I'm like, I would love to meet them and become friends with them, so I don't know, is what it is, maybe one day, so that's all the podcasts I've consumed um, this year um, that's really changed my life, so let me go straight to YouTube, um, I'm just going to give two things for YouTube, because you can look up um, every pastor, their message is already on YouTube, so that's awesome. But um, one um, one company I follow on YouTube, and that is Pro Church Tools by Brady Shear. What I like about Pro Church Tools is literally it's professional advice, professional opinions, professional help, uh, professional resources, and steps on how to make your church better. Whether it's uh, stage presence, whether it's social media, whether it's music, whether it's lingo, whether it's aesthetics, I mean, you name it, this company is doing it. It's headed by a guy named Brady Shear. Um, they have videos on YouTube that are anywhere between nine to 11 minutes, but I promise like you, if you're like me, you're like 11 minutes, that's a long video. Um, you know, that's, that's a lot of time that 
for me to just stop and listen to or stop and watch when I'm being a parent. I got to take care of the kids or cook, clean or whatever it is, work. But at the same time, when you watch this video, you're going to wish that it was longer. Okay. Their stuff is really good. But I'm always taking notes on their videos. Um, in fact, their social media advice, um, we are applying to our youth ministry. Um, I've already applied some things and I've seen like a more, um, I've seen more response and more uh, of our students engaged, um, you know, just in our post on Instagram. Really good. So pro church tools, check them out. Awesome. Another guy um, that I like to, that, that I've consumed. And when I mean consumed, I mean like I was listening, I was listening. That's not even a word. I, I was listening to every, uh, and I was watching every video that this guy's put out that I could find on YouTube. Um, he goes, it's, it's a music artist. He goes by uh, the name or the letters FKJ. Uh, he's based out of France. Um, but this is one of those one man band guys. He's uh he's a guy that can play piano, um, violin, saxophone, um, drums, electric and bass guitar, acoustic guitar, I mean, you name it, but he's a looper. And what I mean by a looper, you know, he has everything. He's running it through Ableton and is looping all of his sounds and all this. I mean, it's it's so phenomenal. But I mean, like he's holding concerts and doing these things. And I mean, it's just so, so good. And how's this changed my life for the better? Well, um, you know, our uh, we do the best we can with our worship team. And I remember one Sunday, um, the drummer, he had to leave right after worship. He had to go to work. So... You know, no biggie is what it is. Well, uh, the pastor's getting ready to close this message, so I go up there, and I'm playing behind him, playing on the keys. Uh, the bass guitar, she comes up, she's playing with me. Well, we really need drums to really, like, enhance this and really make make it better. So <clears throat> because I consumed and been watching and researched how to loop, um, and I have a looper pedal, but also I, I use Ableton on Sundays. I use Mainstage, um, and I found looping features on you know, within the software, um, because I was inspired by this guy. So I looked at the bass guitarist. I kind of like told her just to, uh, just to do like an eight bar rest, eight count rest or something like that. Um, however long it was, I can't remember. And while she uh, wasn't playing anything and we, we kept this as smooth and subtle as well as we could, uh, without interrupting the pastor and his sermon and him closing and all this other stuff. Um, I had, I had, uh, so, so, um, secretly you know grabbed the mouse that was um, right beside my keyboards and I was um, I'd click the loop you know to record and I started playing just something super simple you know what I'd already in the same key that I was already playing in and uh, once I was done it had you know looped back and it was playing it and the bass guitar she came right back in and then I started playing at 808 on my keyboard just very smoothly nothing like super abrupt nothing like none of that it was just very smoothly, and it made this fuller sound. And, uh, I mean, it just it really complemented what um, the pastor was doing. Um, but I wouldn't have done that if I wasn't inspired by this guy. So definitely check him out, FKJ. Uh, so good. Um, I think that's all the stuff on YouTube. Now, uh, from the moment you've been waiting for, books. Everybody say books. All right, so the books that I've consumed this year that have really changed my life, no particular order. Uh, number one, I'm going to talk, uh, this book, it's called Creativity Inc. It's by Ed Catmule, who is the uh, president of Pixar. 
yes, let that marinate. I said Pixar. I'm talking about Toy Story, Cars, all that. Pixar. And it's really cool because it has this normal haze feel to it. Um, it's not Christian at all, uh, but it has this normal haze feel to it. And if you don't know who normal haze is, normal haze was one of the, um, he is one of the um, generals of the faith, I like to call him. Um, you know, but normal haze, he had this, the way he would preach was he was always telling a story to give an example and to give evidence and proof of what, the, of the word of God and how it works. Well, Ed Catmull, he does the same thing as far as he gives a principle, and then he tells a story. And his stories, um, they're about experiences that he had, you know, and, um, you know, coming up in the company and all this other stuff, founding it and starting it. But one thing that's cool, let me just tell you this. Um, Ed, before he started Pixar, he always had the idea of using computers to create animation because he was he was a big fan of a kid. Um, Walt Disney apparently had this um, this weekly show, uh, The World of Magic or something like that. I'm not sure. Probably I'm definitely misquoting it. But anyways, um, watching Ed watch, Ed as a kid watching Walt Disney do that on television, like it really inspired him, and he wanted to be able to do that. But he thought he can use computers to do it. But anyways, before Pixar became what it was. It was a long journey, and this book talks about that. He talks all about that. But Ed used to work for, um, what's crazy is we all know the magnitude and impact of Pixar. Well, what's cool was before Pixar, Ed worked um, with, you know, this guy. His name was Steve Jobs. You might have known him, you know. Um, and before Steve Jobs, Ed was learning and serving and working with this guy, um, you know, you might have heard of him. His name is George Lucas. No big deal. <laughs> yes, I said George Lucas and Steve Jobs. And what I gather from that is, um, even if you're even if you're not doing the thing that you are that you dream of doing, um, still the journey there, the journey to there, um, is so important, and you need to soak as much um, as much time as you can in your journey towards your destination. Because obviously what he learned from George Lucas, what he learned from Steve Jobs, is what, um, is what makes Pixar what it is today. So it's so good. So Creativity, Inc. Um, by Ed Catmull. Another one, another book is, uh, sound like DJ Khaled. Another one. Um, another book is Sun Stand Still by Stephen Furtick. So good. Uh, definitely check that out. Um, if you are a youth pastor... This book has changed my life. It's it's another thing I use as a template when I'm creating my sermons. It's called Meet Generation Z, um, Understanding and Reaching the New Post-Christian World. If you are a youth pastor, this is what you want to be reading. Um, also, I use this as a template when I'm creating my messages. Um, it's by James uh, Emery White. And one, one way consuming this book has made me better, um, it talks about how um, this generation is the first generation that will grow up with predominantly unchurched. Um, so therefore, um, you have to explain everything because they don't have any idea. They don't understand when you say, like, won't he do it? Well, well who, who's he? Why, why wouldn't God do that? You know, they don't understand church jargon or church lingo. They don't understand when you say, okay, we're going to worship. They don't know what that is. They don't understand why you're preaching for 15 minutes and in that, why are you hooping and hollering, and why, like, why can't you talk? Or they don't understand why are we breaking up into small groups. They don't understand. They don't understand all that. <clears throat> so you have to explain. 
And this book, uh, it tells why, it tells how, it tells the uh, the offense of not explaining. And I mean, that's just one that's just one element to this book. So good. But um, I've we've I've already put it into practice when we do youth service. I'm all um we before we go to worship, we transition from every element. We transition from the game to worship, from the worship to the message, message to altar call or small groups, whichever one. But we're explaining during the transitions and that helps too. So it takes everybody's focus off the stage, you know, from the worship leader plugging in her guitar and, you know, strumming, checking the sound and all the other stuff while we explain what we're about to do and why we're doing it. And uh, it just brings everybody more on a unified mindset. And if, and if we're all in unity, then great things are going to happen. So meet generation Z by James Emery white. Um, another book, it's called My Favorite Verses Not in the Bible by Jordan Ork. Uh, Jordan Ork, he's a pastor in Michigan. Super cool dude. Um, uh, this guy had an influence on me since I was, I think, since I was 19. That's when I met him. But I love it because he tackles um, he tackles uh, the myths that we have in church and you know proves that there's no scripture around these. Um, obviously, hence the name, my favorite verse is not in the Bible. I love it. For example, generational curses. Um, it's not, it's not a thing. Um, I'm just going to let that sit right there. And if you're like, well, it is a thing. It's not, you know what, go check out this book and you're going to be blown away. It's really good. Another thing, uh, another book, it's called the team building strategies of Steve Kerr. I love this. It's really good. It's changed my life. Um, it's a short book, so you can't you can't beat that. You know, you gotta love short books. Um, obviously Steve Kerr, he's the head coach of the Warriors NBA team, my favorite team. Um, I've liked them since high school. So, um, but I love it because you gotta think. Um, okay, the, if you know anything about NBA basketball, the Warriors they are a very stat team, at least they used to be, uh, with a lot of superstars and all that. Well, in order for them to win championships. I believe the biggest workload is put on the coach because that's a lot of egos. That's a lot of pride. That's a lot of head cases you're having to balance. Um, so how do you do it? Well, you have to check out this book. It's really good. And one thing uh, he did that I loved was right after, um, even during um, his time of playing basketball in the NBA, he was already um, taking notes and storing them into files and folders and all that for his one day win. I'm doing the air quotations, even though you can't see me for his one day win, he became a head coach because he always desired that. And that's, and, and that's what I've developed, you know, my one day win whenever I plan a church, I'm already um, stacking files and uh, information and all this other stuff. And, you know, copies of all these things, you know, to implement. I mean, it's so good. So good. Even, he even had in, in these uh, file folders, like, um, how to negotiate contracts and all the, I mean, just like, like not, not just it's and O's, not just playmaking strategies, but you know, when you have, you know, he had, um, protocols for when somebody was on their last year or protocols for a rookie. I mean, just all these really nitty gritty stuff and, uh, it's helping me successful. So it's a really good book to check out. Another book I'm gonna recommend. It's called get locked in by Kelly Cole. Um, I love it because Get Locked In, it's about mastering It's about mastering the art of laser focus to achieve your dreams. And that's what I'm all about. Really good. And then last but not least, 
um, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Um, one of my favorite quotes from this book is the quality of our lives often depends on the quality of our habits. And he talks about um, not focusing on goals, but focusing on the person that you want to become because our habits help shape our identity. And if we don't like who we are currently, then we need to adjust our habits. And uh, it's just really good. So, um, yeah, those are the things that I've consumed this year that have made me better mentally, physically, um, emotionally, spiritually, all that. So I will include links in the show notes um, for you to go check these things out. Once again, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Kwanzaa. Happy New Year. Um, I'll be back at the beginning of the year. Um, but I pray that you do have a great Christmas. Um, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy who you're being around. Uh, you don't know what the future holds. So make the most of every moment.